Kiora, Kiora Telekoto Katoa. Welcome to Aldersgate and Durham Street Methodist Church. Tatahi Wetariana Aotearoa. We have a motto here which is uh, a constant discipline for us. And it's these six words open hearts, open minds, open doors. It's our aspiration which we hope you will help us implement more and more each day of our life together as a community. I want to especially welcome all the people from Awaken Conference. Uh, and we'll uh, hear a little bit more about that in a moment. Um, just, there's not a lot of announcements this week, but we will have time for birthdays and family news. Um, anything you ever want to know is always printed in angel mail. Uh, so those of you who uh, live here will hopefully already be on the mailing list. It goes out on a Wednesday and there's a few hard copies on the left over there. Uh, and if you want to stay in touch with our church community, that's probably the best way of doing it. We invented it during COVID and people liked it so much we've just continued it as afterwards as a way of keeping in touch. Uh, so all the upcoming events are in there. Uh, the one thing that I would particularly promote is free love. Uh, on the third page, you will find a free download of, uh, of you, are, you Are Loved uh, wallpaper for your phone, uh, for your uh, PC or your laptop. So you too can have free love. Uh, I just follow the links. Uh, I'm, So uh, we'll, I don't think there's any other general announcements that we need to make. So Craig, oh. Yes, we'll have a karakia, that would be fantastic to get us started. And then we'll hear from Craig uh, about the Awaken conference and then we'll have a chance for our um, birthdays and family news. Karki Tato, he honore, he cororia, kitty atua, he maungaranga, kitty finua, he facaro, parking a tangata katoa, hanga iti atua, he nako ho, kiroto kitina, kitina amato, facarongia, te wairo tapu, he afina, he toitotu, iti amato. Hiaki, hoki anga mahi motinewa, amine. Honor and glory to God, peace on earth. God will to all people, Lord, develop a new heart inside all of us, instill in us your sacred spirit, help us, guide us in all the things we need to learn today. Amen. Happy Pride, everyone. And, and are you still on the Pride board? Are you still on the Pride board? Yes. So we must, must thank you so much for organising such a wonderful Pride, a Pride weekend. Thank you. <clears throat> Last night, we got to take a few people out to the final uh, Neon Glow party, and it was an amazing success. You looked slightly different. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I have a few notes, so I just wanted to say, um, just to give you a quick brief. So this weekend, um, we uh, so I look after um, some of the Awaken organising in Diverse Church, which puts on a conference, and we've been around New Zealand and just found, had a beautiful weekend here in Christchurch, so thank you very much. Yeah, it's been amazing. There's been some great learning. Um, I just wanted to f- introduce two people to you. Carl and Steph, can I get you to stand for me? These are f- all the way from Australia. These are our international speakers. Um, thank you so much. Um, the recordings of their messages will be up on our website. I really encourage you to listen to them. Um, I, if you want to learn about RuPaul's Drag Race um, or gender expansion of God, um, it's, been, it's, been a, it's been amazing, yeah. Um, I believe that there is a little video that is going to come up. Oh, hang on, I think our technical person might be distracted. So I'll move on to the thank yous that I've got to ha- uh, say. The first big thank you must go to Durham Street Methodist. You guys have been absolutely fantastic. One of the things that we do is um, when, we, when we put on a conference is we say we need to partner with a, with a church, a local church, because we can't do it by ourselves. And this has been a phenomenal marriage um, between us and you. Um, your volunteers, Sue in particular, has been driving the sound desk and in the kitchen. Um, you guys have been fantastic at supporting the co-papa of our event, and it's quite special to us to have allies like you supporting us. So thank you very much. Garth, a huge thank you to you. You have um, steered the ship down here in Christchurch for over 18 months now. Yeah. And in fact, said to us, I know a church that will hold it. And so, well done. This venue is fantastic. And Philo, thank you. Um, I've said thank you to you before, but I remember meeting you up in Parliament, and you were there with your collar on, and I said, ooh, what's what's going on here? Why are you at a Pride event with your collar on? And you said, I I run this church down in in Christchurch, and you have just partnered with us, and you've just stood in in a gap and have been a huge ally, and that means so much to us. And thank you so much for steering this place and, and putting the life into this. So thank you. One of the, um, we, were, we were meant to have a, an American pastor come over and um, share with us, um, but things didn't quite work out. So he sent us a little video just to say hi. Well, hello and fiora to everyone at the Awaken Conference and happy Pride. My name is Reverend Brandon Robertson, and I am so sad to not be able to be joining you this year at the Awaken Conference, but wanted you to know that I am sending my blessings and good energy from New York City as you all celebrate Pride and come together for the Awaken Conference. Gatherings like this of LGBT people of faith, showing our light and love and getting to encourage one another and connect with one another is so important for our well-being and for the strength of our movement. We have so much work to do to continue to spread the radically inclusive love of God in our world. And so I'm so glad that you all are taking time to come together, to learn, to grow, to sharpen one another's faith, and to go back out into the world and let your queer light shine for the love of God. 
I really look forward to being with you all in a pride in the future and look forward to connecting with all of you at a future Awaken conference. But until then, I hope you all have a tremendous time and I'm wishing God's very best to all of you during pride and the Awaken conference. God bless and I'll see you soon. So if anyone is disappointed at missing out on an opportunity for volunteering, I've got good news. We've got three last opportunities. Uh, we need three more volunteers to uh, run the barbecue after the service finishes. Um, so if, uh, if there are some people who are happy to report to the barbecue, and the barbecue will tell you what to do. Um, we're, we will have lunch together. It's free and for everyone. Um, and approximately a half hour after we finish this service and not before 12 o'clock. That were my instructions. So you can work out the maths of that if you're good at algebra. Um, but we will, we will have lunch and everyone is welcome. The, uh, the one thing we would say is that there's limited number, uh, as a barbecue, there are a limited number of gluten-free and vegan options. So if you don't need those options, please leave them for people who do. Is that okay? Great. Okay. Um, so I think it's just um, family news and birthdays. Um, one of the things, uh, a sad thing that we have to announce, that's happy for her, sad for us, is that Maggie is, has got a job in Australia. So that's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and this will be her last Sunday, and then she texted me this morning to say she's running late, so I'm not even sure if she's here yet, but we'll all have a chance to say goodbye to Maggie, and she will definitely get here by lunchtime, I'm sure. Uh, uh, but it is sad, but it's a great uh, move in her career. She's back to the area that she really loves, educational administration, so that is really great for her, just terrible for us. Uh, People who come here regularly will know we're in the month of Ben's birthdays. Um, so we're continuing to celebrate that. We had a cake last week. Uh, he got some presents this morning. And he's back there, ready to go. Uh, are there any other birthdays or family news celebrations? Stacy. Stacy. Okay, a birthday for Stacy. Ashi. Wow, happy birthday, Ashi. Bronwyn? Happy birthday, Bronwyn. Another Ben. It's a great, birth a great uh, date for Ben's. Yeah. Oh, great. Birthday this last Thursday. Yeah, you can count as many, as close as you can get, Will, to that. Um, and uh, that's all the birthdays, so we'll sing happy birthday. Thanks, Anna has had her baby yet. 
Anyone know? Any news? You're there. Okay, I hope you haven't. <laughs> and I hope it stays clear for the least hour or two. Okay, great. Um, any other family news that we missed out on? Harry and I are going to be away uh, for three weeks in Taiwan, which is really exciting for us. Um, and what was the other bit of news? Just got one, two things we just wanted to be. All right, okay. Sorry, throwing random things into the, um, into the program. Sorry, Garth. Um, can I ask um, Carl and Steph to come forward, please? Uh, in New Zealand, um, when we have been honoured um, by um, wisdom and words and, um, and just impressed with your strength, um, we love to give you a gift. Um, and so we've got some ponami for you. So Carl, if you want to come forward first. Um, this is a um, New Zealand stone and it's been blessed by our um, komatoa and by Philo. Um, so just, yeah. Something to say thank you from us, and hopefully that you'll remember us and come back. Thank you so much. This is for Carl. It's the New Zealand equivalent of a knighting happening here. <laughs> taken out by all the hazards here today. <laughs> and this one here is for you, Steph. Oh yeah, there's a little card in there all about the meaning.
Ben will now light the candle. Ben? Say something, Ben? And let us respond. As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I, I, there's a feedback. I feel that there's a feedback. No. Okay, that's, that's great. I feel very energized today. Do you? After the past few days, having been reaffirmed over and over again that we are all fearfully, wonderfully created in the image of God, loved, accepted. We have the power within us to liberate others from their fears. And this morning, I'm more energized because all the patriarchal system has come down when Carl knelt in front of me. <laughs> Which Steph was talking about, the hierarchical, patriarchal system that keeps some in and some out. The gathering. We come today representing all the majesty of creation, diverse and beautiful, blessed and loved, all made in the image of the creator of all things. As followers of Christ, we are compelled by the gospel to seek reconciliation and wholeness in a world that is all too often an unloving place. Therefore, rejoicing in God's abundant grace, we extend a special welcome to all, whether you are gay, straight, lesbian, bisexual, asexual, takatapui, CIS gender, bisexual, intersex or transgender or whatever you wish to call yourself, it doesn't matter. Whatever your country of origin or ancestry, whether you are a believer, whatever you believe or do not believe in, whether you are a doubter or a seeker, in Christ's love, we welcome you to this sacred place. So that by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can work together to usher in God's reign of justice, peace, and mercy for all. Whether you are an ally or part of the LGBTQIA community, 
or questioning in liminal sacred space, we walk beside you in your faith and life journeys. We come today knowing that even when others reject us, your arms are open to offer comfort. We come declaring the sanctity of life and the dignity of all. Call to worship, please stand. All you who delight in the sacred strange, come and worship the queer creator. The holy takes on flesh in every gender and sexual orientation, every race and ability, every body size and body type. The sacred is with us. Let us worship and be transformed. Amen. I'll hand over to Hemi. Uh, one of my favorite passages of scripture is indeed the psalm that speaks about us being knitted together in our mother's womb and the psalmist exclaims for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, I'm going to teach you a response. It's a very simple one that we're going to sing um, to the verses. Uh, maybe we can just go one, one forward, please, Jeff, and then come back so that we see the responses. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I will sing. We are Greek and Jew. And you will sing. We are, fearf we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Can we just try that once and then I'll go back and we'll just sing that through. We are Greek and Jew, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's great. So if we can go back to the beginning, please, Jeff. Grace and peace to you from God our Creator. Anything in bold, you respond. From God our Creator and Jesus our brother. Praise God, designer of earth and space. Who has, who has blessed, blessed us, us with patterns of beauty and delight. Praise God, spirit of unity and connection. Who has blessed us with patterns and kindness for the journey. We are Greek and Jew, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are slave and free, we are fearfully and Farmers and office workers, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are transitioning female into sex and male. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are cis and transgender. We are fearfully and wonderfully made.
Oh, children, come this way. Yeah. Don't have to crowd there. Just sit wherever you want. You want to sit on the floor? You want to sit? Yeah, sit on the floor. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hatamaria Koto. This morning's book is called Worm Loves Worm. Now, I'm, my wife isn't here today and she hates worms, so she's really lucky she's not here. Can I hold the mic for you, Annette? Is it on? Easier. Oh, there we go. Be easier? If you're all right to do it. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Worm loves worm. Let's be married, says worm to worm. Yes, answers Worm. Let's be married. Wait, says Cricket. You'll need someone to marry you. That's how it's always been done. I will marry you. Now can we be married? asks Worm. Wait, says Beetle. You've got to have a best beetle. Naturally, that would be me. <laughs> now, can we be married? Asks Worm. Wait, 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 says the bees. You need brides, bees. Can we be the brides, bees? Please, please, please. Yes, says Worm. Now, can we be married? You'll need to get rings to wear on your fingers, says Cricket. That's how it's always been done. But we don't have fingers, says Worm. We can wear them like belts, says Worm. Wonderful, says Worm. Now we can be married. Just make sure to have a band so we can dance, says Beetle. But we don't have feet to dance with, says Worm. We can just wiggle around, says Worm, like this. Fun, says Worm. Now we can be married. But you still need a white dress, a tuxedo, a top hat, lots and lots of flowers, and a cake with frosting, says the bees. But we don't have heads for hats, says Worm or hands to hold flowers, and we only eat dirt, says Worm. <laughs> Wait, says Spider, I can attach the hat and flowers to you with my sticky web. Thank you, says Worm. But who will eat the cake, asks the bees. I can eat the cake along with Cricket and Beetle, says Spider. What did you say, asks Cricket and Beetle. Nothing, says Spider, with a smile. <laughs> now we can be married, says Worm. It's a cute story. Yeah. But which of you is the bride, asks the bees. How can we be brides, bees, if we don't know who the bride is? I can be the bride, says Worm. I can too, says Worm. But one of you has to got to be the groom, or how can I be best beetle, asks beetle. I can be the groom, says worm. I can too, says worm. 
We can be both. Amazing, says Spider. Really? Ask Beetle and the Bees. Wait, says Cricket. This isn't how it's always been done. Then we'll just change how it's done, says Worm. Yes, says Worm. <laughs> and so they were married because Worm loves Worm. <laughs> Uh, before the children leave, I've got something for you. Okay. Worm loves worm. I want you to go back and draw some, uh, uh, just come back with some pictures of uh, what does love looks like for you. You want a blue. So I'm giving you many colors. So you have to come back and let me know to you how love looks like, okay? But before that, we are going to, all of us, we are going to participate in karaoke, okay? And I love, love this song, and uh, this is our third Pride service, and uh, please don't get bored with this song because it always surfaces in, my pride, in our Pride service, and everybody knows what it is, those who have been here, born this way. So if you want to step out of your comfort zone, you want to dance, there's no restriction. Just feel free to express yourself because dance is also a form of expression and worship. That's in my culture, worshipping God, okay? All right, sorry, you want a pink? Okay, that's fine. I know you keep changing. Everyone will stand up and we will sing together, Born This Way. I love karaoke. <laughs> okay, we'll sing. It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H I M M M M M. Just put your paws up, cause you were born. Give yourself prudence and love your friends. Sub 
never seen you get up and dance. You are amazing. Every time I'm learning something new. And uh, we will now present our offerings. Now in, in, in Durham Street, what we normally do, we do not pass the offering bags around. We, the plate is on the table. Feel free to, to contribute to the ministry of this uh, church here in the inner city, and um, and it's up to you. It's a voluntary donation. Sorry, Ned, have I forgotten something? Oh, okay, go for it. Yeah. We are very easy. We just move along and get things done. Okay, Ben, Ben, can you bring the tray, please, Ben?
beginning the church was meant to be a place of chosen family a community of outcasts and outlaws dreamers prophets and humble disciples of love in the company of divine presence we create belonging and nurture justice with gratitude for the sacred labors of love in this place we bring our offerings to God and one another and let's respond God of justice We remember the church has always done so. We acknowledge the harm that continues to be done in your name today. As we bring our offerings, we bring also a renewed commitment to interpreting corrupt and justice. We press on together until people of every sexual orientation and gender identity can live freely and without fear receiving the love and support all people deserve thanks be to god amen we are going to sing the rainbow song a rainbow people so please free feel free to stand up and join us uh, wallace you want to say something regarding the song Wallace said he's going to play the whole tune through just so you get a good idea of what it is. Some of you will be quite familiar to you. The tune is called Durham Street.
Estelle. Is Estelle where are you? Estelle? John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, from the message version. The word was first, the word present to God, God present to the word. The word was God, in readiness for God from day one. Everything was created through God. Nothing, not one thing, came into being without God. Over the weekend, we had many uh, people from many different traditions uh, share the reflection. We started with Carl, where are you Carl? From Pentecostal background, yes. And then we had Steph, Anglican. And today, what have you here? Methodist. <laughs> and, we, and this is a pathway where we can all work together a pathway for empowering and supporting and walking alongside, being together with our rainbow community because we both empower each other. I don't want to preach, I don't want to outshine Carl and Steph. <laughs> thoughts and uh, and I have a few people who will be sharing their perspective their story and that is the sermon in itself over the past few days as I have said in the beginning we all have been lifted energized empowered by our guest speakers Carl and Steph as I listen to the speakers and drawing on my own involvement with the Pride Walk and the LGBTQIA plus community and forming a relationship with a transgender person, I had many aha moments where I felt the presence of God in the person that I was with. I was energized and I was ministered to. Last Friday was very interesting. I joined the Durham Street group in the Pride Walk and I wore my collar, drew some attention. And I had this desire, as I was sharing with Akira, I had this desire that I like to be photographed with a drag queen because so Carl is not RuPaul, okay, drag queen and, and um, I, I, because I was just fascinated, fascinated by the confidence, the energy and of course the makeup 
In fact, I, I, I met Coco Flash at the Parliament House. Anybody knows Coco Flash? Yeah, I met her at the Parliament House and uh, I said to her, wow, how, how can your makeup stay? Yeah, I, 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 you know, as a woman. Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> and and, and, um, and um, so uh, my, my reflection is quite, quite uh, I was based on that, a very different experience, out of the box experience, out of the comfort zone experience. And my views and perception of the image of God is constantly being challenged, is constantly being changed. In my culture, the image of God, it has the image, when we talk about image of God, God has no beginning, no end. That's in my culture. No alpha, no omega. God is fluid. The, and, uh, but my image of God has been challenged. It's evolving and it's transforming. And as I said, I had many, many aha moments. I have seen the image of God in the ordinary, unexpected places. I have seen God through ordinary people, extraordinary people, and I am thankful for that. And that challenges my mindset all the time. Because when I was reflecting on the people that I have connected with, I go back to human history and church history. There is always that need to contain something, to be the master, to be dominate. And we also do that to the image of God. And I'm sure you agree with me. We want to contain God. There is always the urge to contain this mystery we call God. In need boxes and worship something a little more manageable than images Jesus evoked in us. We see it throughout scriptures. We see it in our churches today. We have always done that. Let us manage God. Let us manage this mystery in small, acceptable ways. Lest the vastness of all that lies beyond our comprehension overwhelms us and frightens us. And then we decide who is in and who is out. I don't take the Bible literally. Otherwise, if I took the Bible literally, as a woman, I have to keep my mouth shut <laughs> and not stand here before you. And it's worse for colored women. I love theologians who come from a very mis mystical background. And one of the theologians is Dominic Crossan. Have you all heard of Dominic? I'm sure Carlin's there, yeah. And I want to quote something which is, I find it um, amazing and it really hits home. And he says about interpreting the Bible literally, it is not that those ancient people, writers, told literal stories and we are no smart enough to take them symbolically. But that 
they told them symbolically and we are now dumb enough to take them literally. I love that. I really love that. Christian fundamentalism is just as perverse and dangerous as Islamic or Jewish or any other fundamental views. I was one of the speakers for a workshop, Being an Ally, and I said this, being an ally enables me to see scripture in a new light. And I'm reflecting on John 1, and I was thinking of my time participating in the Pride Walk, my time with the drag queens. Hamy has the photos and he has been threatening me ever since. So he has a hold on me. Anyway, in, in John 1, just for five minutes, bear with me, the Word became flesh. The Word of God became flesh. God's revelation is a disruption of all our assumptions of what God looks like, how God acts, and how power works. God continues to take on flesh in ways and through people that the world assumes cannot be sites of revelation, should be condemned, or are otherwise illegitimate. God takes on flesh in the strange, the queer, or God transitions by revealing God's authentic nature, attributes, self, in new flesh. When the world did not recognize God, recognize who God was, God transitioned. God reveals something new through the body of Jesus about who God has always been. God transitioned. And that's the image of God that struck me during the whole convention and also as I interacted with my people, my own connectedness with people. My image of God is that of a transitioning God. I see the image of the transitioning God in LGBTQIA+, transgender, they're all a holy witness to God's, consist, to God's constant transitioning and authentic self-revealing. And as I took photos with uh, the drag queens for my first time, I felt that trans people also illuminate important aspects of not only God's being, but also how and where we should be expecting to see God in the world. Unexpected places through unexpected people, just poof, an aha moment just carries us like the Spirit of God, the wind of God. We must be aware too of how similarly Jesus and the LGBTQIA plus people are treated in the world, criminalized, attacked, executed, shunned. How long, if there are church leaders here, I would ask, how long will we perpetuate the same patterns of violence 
against God's self-revealing in the world through the people and creatures and creation around us. How long can the church be silent and be a bystander? Pride celebrations give us an opportunity to remember who we are, where we have been, look at where we are and to discover hope for the future, for journey that are on this journey of equality and inclusion. Those of us who remain in the church must continue to make a, make a whole lot of noise so that our institutions repent of the abuses of our past and stop the abuses which continue to, per to perpetrate in the name of God. So let our celebrations today refresh us and let us offer welcome refreshment in the love we share with one another. May this time of celebration feel like a cool drink of water which refreshes you and I, so that you can refresh all who are thirsty for the freedom to love and to be loved. Amen. Happy Pride. But the story continues with Akira, Moanava, and also Dorian. So who wants to go first? Okay. So over to you. Kia ora koutou, ko Otakaro Te Awa, no Otatahi Ahau, ko Lafeev Toku Whanau, ko Murray Lafeev Toku Matua, ko Jean Lafeev Toku Whaia, ko Alex Takutane me Whaiapo, ko Akira Lafeev Toku Ingoa, no reira tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā tātou katoa. Morena everyone, thank you for inviting me, Philo. Um, Philo invited me to, uh, to speak about Stonewall. Um, I'm hoping she didn't think I was there back in 1969. <laughs> um, but um, I'm just going to speak briefly about Stonewall and the meaning that it has for our um, LGBTQI plus community. Um, so for many of you who don't know um, about Stonewall, Stonewall was a... Um, a, a gay bar in uh, Greenwich Village in uh, Lower Manhattan in New York. Um, and uh, back then, a lot of the gay bars were raided every weekend by the police, um, and the, the patrons would be arrested and put in the cells. Um, but back in, on the 28th of June, 1969, um, our community had had enough. Um, and so they, they fought back, because um, uh, tensions between the police and the rainbow community were very, very high. Um, and so yeah, the community fought back, and it is believed that uh, a, um, a black wo a woman of colour, a trans woman of colour, Marsha P. Johnson, was one of the, the key people in that, um, in that riot, in that uprising. Um, as believed she either threw a brick or a shoe, we're not quite sure. Um, and she helped create, along with everyone else, um, the, the uprising of um, gay liberation movement. Um, it started off in America, um, and then 
there was a wave of international um, uprising which, which um, led us to our, a lot of our gay liberation movements. Um, and so that's why we, we celebrate uh, Pride in June. Uh, well, well, the North, Northern Hemisphere do. Um, and it's to commemorate that, that movement. Um, and so a year after the, the first riot, uh, the first Pride parades were held. Um, and that's when organisations were beginning to pop up. Um, our community were standing up for themselves. Um, and since then, we have a few more rights now than we did back then. We still have a long way to go. Um, but uh, around the world, we, our community celebrate pride, um, to celebrate who we are, to celebrate the fact that we're still here, to celebrate those that are no longer here with us, um, and to celebrate a sense of community. Um, now, I can only speak for um, our local uh, rainbow community here in Otisahi. Um, I'm speaking here on behalf of the Christchurch Pride Committee. I've been on the Christchurch Pride Committee for about oh, 12, 15 years. Um, and um, we're a, a small volunteer group. Um, and we are trying to build a relationship with our city, with our community. Um, and this week we've had over 50 events, um, 50 diverse events, um, uh, which means I'm very, very tired. Uh, so if, if my voice goes, I'm sorry, I won't talk for too long. Um, but one of the events that we did hold um, last Sunday was at Tūranga, the, the library, um, and we had a Queen's Telling Stories, um, which is the fifth time we've done it this year, um, this year. It's a beautiful event. It's an event for our rainbow families, a chance for them to bring their whānau to the library. Um, and myself and my good friend Joanne, who is a trans woman, um, we read stories to children. That's all we do. We, read, we dress up in our, our sparkly sequin costumes and we read stories around acceptance and equality and joy and love. Um, unfortunately, this year we, we had about uh, 30 protesters that turned up um, outside the library. Um, but we were prepared. Uh, we were well supported by both the police and the library. And our community supported us. So we had maybe about 30 um, protesters but we had about 60 people from the rainbow community turn up. They built a rainbow wall around the library. They turned their backs on them and they sung Waiata to drown them out. Um, they created a safe way, a safe path for our rainbow families to enter the library. And in that library, it was, it was jam-packed. There were 160 people of, of you know, young people and parents and we, we read stories of acceptance and diversity and love. We sang, we roared like dinosaurs, we sprinkled confetti everywhere, and in that room was just so much aroha and love, and that's what it was about. It was about those children and about the whānau, um, and our community stepped up and supported us. They kept us safe, um, and it's really important that... I think the community realised that we, it's not all rainbow coloured glasses, it's not rainbows and unicorns, 
It's, um, we still have a long way to go. There's still a lot of bigotry and hate out there for our community. Um, but that day there was just so much love and um, I was so proud of our community who, who, who stood up and protected our young um, rainbow families. Um, and we will do it again and we will tell more stories of love and acceptance um, because that's what we need. Um, so it was a beautiful example of what community means, um, spreading love and joy uh, and protecting each other. Um, and that's what community is, it's a sense of coming together for those who feel uh, lost, scared, alone. Um, and that's why we, we have our, our pride celebrations, um, to celebrate who we are, to celebrate uh, where we've come, and how much farther we've, further we've got to go. Um, so community is a massive part of, um, of Pride. And I can see a beautiful community here. Um, so thank you very much for including uh, our community into your community. Um, this has been a first for me. I, I never thought I would ever be singing Lady Gaga at church. <laughs> so thank you very much for the, for the, ver for the firsts. Um, and thank you for um, showing our community love and acceptance. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, we thank you. Um, please don't stop. Uh, and um, I think that's, that's all I really need to say. Um, a big thank you to Philo and to Craig for bringing the, the conference here. Um, we're all about diversity and inclusion. Um, but I would like to finish off on a, um, one of my favourite whakatauki. Whakapuputia mai o manuka ki a kore ai Cluster the branches of the manuka so they will not break. As if we are one, we are, we are fragile and we can be broken. But if we cluster and come together, we cannot be broken. Kia ora. After the amount of times I've just kind of won a speech, I'd be good at it, but uh, not really. Um, uh, what should I say? Um, what do you think my faith is? Can someone, can someone answer that question? What do you think my religion is? Thank you! Yes, thank you. Um, I hope no one here would ever tell me I'm a Muslim, because a lot of people do, and um, yeah. <laughs> Just starting off with that, um, I'm a Christian, I was born and raised in the church, and um, uh, a lot of people don't seem to associate the veil with the church, um, but it actually is a very big part of it if you look at the history. And so, um, for me, a big thing for me is don't assume people's faith and don't assume yeah, what people believe and just kind of ask them and how do I put it, approaching, approaching people and asking them instead of assuming and, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, 
Yeah, pretty much that. Yeah, sorry. Um, because I get that a lot, and also saying that I can't be gay and Christian or can't be gay and Muslim. Yeah. So a big thing is just asking politely and just accepting if people don't want to talk about it or, or if they do want to talk about it, having a deep conversation. Um, I'm always happy to have the conversation. It's the way it's approached for me. Yeah. Um, so thank you. Kira, I'm Dorian. Um, you're getting a very budget version of Ari today. Um, oh, Ari is the Rainbow Counselor at UC. Um, what I wanted to talk about is um, I um, lost my job um, as an ACO coordinator because a people of faith told me that I wasn't fit to be around children. Um, and at that point, I did not feel like it was faith or God who was rejecting me. It was people who were rejecting me, but my greatest support came from Sasha um, because she has a great understanding of what uh, rainbow in LGBTQIA in the Bible is. And I feel churches can be great allies in that. Um, I think the biggest thing um, for affirming children who are in the church and who might be rainbow would be to have support groups for parents whose children have just come out. Um, because with, with regards to my parents, they needed a lot of time to process. And that's not their fault, but it can have a huge impact on the child. So having religious leaders and church leaders sit down with the parents and tell them that it's, it's okay, it's okay for your child to be queer, it's okay for them to be transgender, would actually be a great thing. Um, signaling that this is a church that's a safe space for rainbow people, like, you know, sharing your pronouns, having posters out, having um, pride in Sydney around would be helpful because a lot of us um, go into these spaces not knowing if they are safe spaces or not. And sometimes it can backfire for us because um, of what happened now, I am really hypervigilant. I look where I'm going, how I'm dressing, um, even where I'm sitting on the bus. So please be, you know, you can be, both these, the, the rainbow and the church community can you know, really go and uplift the world, and I really hope you continue to do that. Um, thank you so much for having me here today. Very sorry, this was not planned at all. May I make a very quick note on that thing in particular? Um, that for me, just ignoring the verses that talk that apparently talk about homosexuality is not the solution, in my opinion. Um, I spent a long time studying biblical scholarship to get comfortable in what I believe in that regard, and so I don't think that just ignoring those verses is the way to go about it. <laughs> I didn't quite get the last bit of it. The last person, Moanava. Jeremy.
Kia ora malolava. Um, hey, my name's Jeremy. Um, this is probably my, actually this is my second time I've come into this place. So thank you, fellow. It's been really cool. Hey, just a quick heads up um, who we are and what we do in terms of Mainawa. Um As you can tell by the colour of my skin, I am um, I'm Samoan. And part of being Samoan is about um, being proud of my indigenous culture. And so with us, with the Mainawa, we're a collective group of uh, Pacific Islanders that have come to have a conversation of what does it mean to be um, MVP, FAA, FAFF plus, uh, slash Rainbow, slash Pacifica. Um, how, does it, how, do, how do we navigate spaces within a white world? And so part of what we do is, is part of that. And so I thought I'll just leave two things for you today, because we're going to be sort of talking later on the Savo here. Um, I, I'm, I'm a hardcore ally to a beautiful boy who's 28 next month. Um, and part of my journey has been around um, how do I decolonise my faith in terms of what I've learned growing up, to where does it sit now? And, and then within that, um, how do I um, offer the table for all those to come in and lean in together? And so that's sort of where I'm at now. Um, but I'll share this poem. My daughter wrote this. And she wrote this, uh, oh, it was about 2015. Um, and it's probably a, bit, a little bit poignant today. It's not Lady Gaga, but all right. Uh, you know the song, you learnt the beat, you memorise the timing, uh, but all, all that theory, um, you've forgotten how to dance. Uh, you know the song, you learnt the beat, you memorise the timing, but in all that theory, you've forgotten how to dance. And as Pacifica people, we're just relearning how to dance again. Um, what does it mean for us to dance again within, within scripture? What does it mean to dance again within community? Uh, what does it mean to dance again just with friends and family and, and you guys and girls here? So, hey... Come and catch up with us later on today about 1.30 and we'll share a bit more around that and what it looks like. Um, but um, here's a uh, full of sangha of um, what I share within someone. So it goes like this. A pei o se la o utato wo fu mai ni fu lele. A pei o se la o utato wo fu mai ni fu lele. Like a tree that has been planted, let us all share its fruits. See you later on. Kia ora. Dorothy, I think you are the oldest in our congregation, am I right? Is going to lead, is a supporter, and she's going to lead us in prayer, Dorothy. Dorothy is 96, and she's just written a book. I'd like to tell you a short story first. When Philo was talking about God, it reminded me of the story of the Sunday school teacher that was going round looking to see what they would, people were drawing. And this little girl said, I'm, I'm drawing God. And the teacher said, but nobody knows what God looks like. Well, she said, they will when I finish this. <laughs> Let us pray. Loving God of peoples everywhere, we come before you now, Lord, as one, as we come joining in worship. We come from near and far, from different backgrounds and homes, and we give thanks for all our differences. 
We thank you for this lovely season of autumn and for this day. Soon we will see the trees letting go of their leaves, which will fall and form a kaleidoscope carpet on the earth below. Each leaf is unique in its color and structure. Some will be bruised and broken, but each will have done its duty as part of the tree. And just as the leaves are unique, so too are we, Lord, in your sight. And we are assured that you accept us in our positivity, our frailness and weaknesses. And for that acceptance, we come to give you praise and thanksgiving. While we have been thinking of this autumn season, a time of harvest and gathering of fresh fruit, etc., we remember all those in the North Island who are still coming to terms with the aftermath of the cyclone. For many who have lost their livelihoods and homes, there will be no harvest for them this year, and they face an uncertain future. Be with them, Lord, we pray. Help them to live one day at a time, trusting in your healing, loving healing and grace. We give thanks for the hundreds and thousands who have so willingly given of their time, labor, and money to help bring some comfort to the suffering. We remember all those in your global family who are suffering from the ravages of war, discrimination, injustice, famine, the aftermath of earthquakes, and so much more. We pray a blessing on all who are working tirelessly to help, and we pray that they may feel supported in every way possible. We pray for all leaders who have to make wise decisions for us all. We know whatever the decision that will not please everyone, but we have been given the freedom to choose. So Lord, as soon as we, as soon we will leave this special place, may we remember that whatever our background, whatever language we speak, whatever clothes we wear, you God made us human with similar needs, especially the need to be accepted and loved. Now, as we continue our Lenten journey, may we be gentle with each other, open our ears that we may listen attentively, open our eyes that we may see the need and the willingness to respond, open our lips, to express our empathy and love. Let us go from here in the presence of the Holy Spirit and surrounded, as always, by your amazing grace. Amen.
We are coming towards uh, communion, but uh, the technician, who is also my husband, happens to be my husband, just reminded me that I forgot something. Uh, I have a short video, and uh, this I listened to this video, and it really did inspire me. It's about Lucia Lucas. How many of you have heard Lucia Lucas? Lucia Lucas is the first transgender opera singer in the United States. She's a big transgender advocate, and she has a message about overcoming fears and being who you are and to use the amazing skills and abilities that God has given you and to shine. We'll play that video. I never thought that it would be possible to be an out trans singer. That was never in my mind, ever. I sing baritone. I play a lot of bad guys. These characters are really dramatic, usually more aggressive. I thought that I might not be able to handle the emotional weight of singing baritone while being out. Once I decided, like, no, I can play these masculine characters as long as I don't have to act in real life. I'll act whatever you want on stage. The week after I came out, I had four performances of these hyper-masculine characters. I didn't give myself a chance to think about it. I would take off my street makeup and they would put on my character makeup. I would go do the character, then I'd put on my face again and then it, everything was fine. The tricky thing about voice and about studying in college is there are some voices that don't mature till 30, till 35, till 40, till 45. People would say, oh, well, you shouldn't sing Votan and you shouldn't sing this and you shouldn't sing that. You should wait till you're 40 or 45. Whenever somebody would say something like that, I would just think, when am I gonna come out? If I have to wait, another 15 years to try out my career, to try and have a big career, and like postpone my transition for all of that, then like, what am I doing with my life? I knew that as soon as I came out, that there was no way I could go back on that. I would be out, and if my career was over, then my career would be over. My transition is more important than my career. I never thought that they would work together. I was always okay with having like this big career for like five years, and then disappearing from the opera world and transitioning and leading my life separate. But now I've been out in my career more than I have not been. I've been out for about five years. <laughs> so I've hit this weird magical spot where my career has actually lasted longer. I'm finally doing Don Giovanni, and Don Giovanni is at least in the top 10, if not the top five performed operas in the world. And he's super hyper-masculine. He's the quintessential womanizer. I think that in playing these male characters, 
I'm able to bring other ideas that I don't think cis men would bring to it. I think I can amp up the emotional part of it without scaring the other actors. I hope that being trans is not a hindrance to being hired. It takes people to risk things to move anything forward. My sort of credo is be who you needed when you were younger. I heard it once and it stuck. I want people who happen to be trans to be able to pursue whatever they want. To see people not only surviving, but really having a good life, doing what they want, that is important. We want to be able to tell our friends and our family, I'm trans, and they go, great, what are your pronouns? Personally, I want to make sure that I'm very, very prepared. And if I can help anybody else know what they need to know coming up so that there is lots of positive representation of trans performers so that people can keep getting employed, so that they don't have to give up their passion for their authentic life. I want to be able to show opera companies or performing arts companies, that just by coming in and being extremely prepared, overcoaching everything, if they have only had one experience with a trans performer, if they've only had one experience with a trans person, that it is positive. That's what drives me. this reflection by paying a tribute to Georgina Bias. Georgina Bias, I, I was reading the tributes that was uh, written for Georgina and one of the tributes stated from prostitution to parliament for trailblazing activist and politician Georgina Bias. Someone who wouldn't back down from a challenge and go into an issue with all bells ringing and take on anything standing in her way. We have much to learn. And a street in Carterton is named after her called the Georgina Way. And she writes, what law is relatively easy to change in contrast to social attitude so a challenge still exists to keep working on that. What matters most of all is how we live our death. Amen.
The Holy One be with you. Open your hearts to the One who is love. Let us give thanks to God, our Creator. Bold and beloved one, throughout history you have revealed yourself to us in ways that surprise and disrupt. You shocked the world when you came to be with us as a vulnerable baby into a family fleeing political persecution. Through the scandal of your embodiment in Jesus led to crucifixion, still the spirit of new life is birthed anew among the marginalized. You live among us today in the lives of all people whose experience of violence are dismissed and ignored, in the lives of LGBTQIA plus individuals, among people living with HIV AIDS. You wander school halls as trans children and navigate the streets as queer couples walk hand in hand. At times, we are offended by your self-expression. You take on flesh in people, places, and ideas we have been taught to fear or despise. And so we struggle, our hearts harden, our hospitality recoils. But still, your love persists through beauty, compassion, and truth. You lure us into laying down our need to control. You move us, free us, embrace us. By your grace, we are brought into the sacred labors of justice and transformation. We become free in Christ to reject all evil and oppression. Like those who gathered with Jesus on the night of his arrest, we come in need of grace. After feasting with his companions, Jesus took the bread, blessed it, broke it, gave it to all of them and said, this is my body which is given for you. Take, eat and remember me. After supper, he did the same with the cup, saying, This is a symbol of the new covenant. Drink in remembrance of me. In remembering the life of Jesus, we remember what he showed us. The, the love of God is public. The love of God is intentional. The love of God is explicit. And so we pray, pour out your spirit on this bread and this cup, O oh God. Through these gifts, open our hearts to encounters with Christ in the strange and the ordinary. May the bread of life and the cup of blessing strengthen us in our courage to live as Jesus lived. Amen. Wherever you are at, at this moment, wherever you come from, whatever you believe, whatever you do not believe, you are most welcome to the table 
and there's room for us all. And this is how we are going to administer communion. Can I have the communion service to come forward, please? Natalie is with uh, Estelle. Natalie, where's Natalie? You are with Estelle. Yeah. I would in introduce you and Garth. You are with Harry. Okay. Can you stand beside Harry? I don't know anything. What do I need to do? <laughs> okay. And uh, I would like to introduce the communion service, and of course, you know Estelle. And Natalie, can you come forward? Well, Natalie's wife, May, is in Thailand. And uh, so they are partnering together. And this is Garth and Harry. Garth and Harry are partners together, representing Moanava, Nathan and Maria, and wife and wife, Jen and Pip. And so this is what we are going to do. There will be one to four servers at the back, and there will be four servers in front. So you have to split yourself. Half of you, you can go to the back, and then um, you can come forward. The other half can come forward. If there is chaos, doesn't matter. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. Life is more than that, okay? And. Uh, and for those who are unable to come forward, if you just raise your hands, we, um, uh, Christopher. Christopher is an Anglican priest, and Christopher, and he, Christopher is also the inner city chaplain. And Christopher and I will come to you. And uh, we will have Jeremy and Maria, maybe you can stand here. Nathan, sorry. And uh, Jen and Pip, you can be here. Okay, please come forward. And may, hey, me, maybe you can help me to direct people. <laughs> And it's, and it's juice, gluten-free wafers. There's no alcohol. We don't serve wine in the communion. Can, can, oh, oh, yeah, the children. I asked, I wanted the children. They forgot to... Uh, yeah, yeah, can you do that? No, no, there is baskets outside. Yeah, you can take it. Yeah, yeah that's fine.
Before we all pray together, let us spend a moment together in the presence of God in his silence. Let us pray. Nourishing one, your gifts renew us in body, spirit, and mind. Through this taste of love, may the Spirit send us with a faith that is brave. Let no institution in our thinking hold us back. Make us people who boldly pursue collective justice and send gently to the world's pain. We, we, have come, we have come to the end of the service, but there's just one last surprise. Because I want all of us, including myself, to leave this building, to leave this convention, because there's so much of energy and effort put into it, to just feel empowered and energized to take on the world or wherever we are. And I love this, uh, 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 what do you call, um, words of Nelson Mandela, a pathway to freedom. And I'm just going to read this. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. We have the Spirit of God in us. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, absolutely fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children of God. We are born to manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fears, our presence automatically liberates others. We are all fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. We are all masterpiece of God. And uh, one last surprise. I love to listen to all kinds of music. And you would be surprised that I like the Queen, Freddie Mercury's music. And I want to end with this energizing song because I find that Freddie Mercury's life, bad, there were some bad choices, he was exploited, but in the end, he came out of that. And his song, We Are the Champions, in God's sight, we are all champions. Amen to that. So it's a karaoke, and then we'll sit for a moment and listen to the postlude. Okay, let's stand and feel it. <laughs> After time, I've done my sentence, but committed no crime, and bad 
in the strange and surprising. Love liberates from the margin. Together, we have what we need to resist evil and oppression. With a renewed commitment to solidarity with God and all people, may the Spirit lead us from this place with peace. Amen.